gentlemen, to another episode of Derek and that guy over there. Well, I can see him, but you can't, Eric. <laughs> he he can't even see me either because I'm kind of in the dark. You can hear his voice, but you can't see him. You can hear my sensual tones coming through your speakers. But uh, what a week of uh, <laughs> sports, just NFL and MLB free agency is just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, the winter meetings just happened, and baseball players are getting paid way too much to hit a ball with a stick. Avs are winning. Nuggets are winning. Uh, two big injuries. Now the Avs are winning. Two big injuries happened in the NFL. I mean, I went to a Broncos game, and they scored more than one touchdown. Let me just put this out there. They scored a touchdown, and they scored more than one touchdown. <laughs> Derek, they put up 28 points. I didn't think that was possible. Against a really good team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Against we'll a really talk- good team that was playing really badly. <laughs> Which we'll talk about. But, yes, on today's docket, we'll talk NFL week 14. Week 14 already. I mean, just that's unbelievable. Just flying real fast, by. Real fast before we get into it. Upset of the week, Jacksonville. From this last week? Yes. And remember, oh, yeah. I was sitting there. I was like. Oh, I wanted to pick Jacksonville so bad, and I did it. That's two weeks in a row I didn't pick Jacksonville, and they both won. Bofa. 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 We'll talk about that, and then we'll do, of course, NFL talk other team, uh, other NFL news and <laughs> teams talk, and uh, how Marcus Mariota basically gave the Falcons a middle finger. Yeah, he uh, bleeped off and is no longer with the team. Uh, so we'll talk about that, and, of course, we'll talk about how – a certain someone will have all the time in the world to play Call of Duty now because yeah. he's hurt. Uh, the creme de la crap list. Oh, yeah. Creme de la crap, baby. It's it's, bu- it's building. And uh, I think both our teams are on it because they're about to play in a Nickelodeon slime game on Halloween. Or on Halloween well, they're, they're still both in Bella de Trash. Yeah. The Raiders are moving on down. <laughs> and then uh, MLB contracts, as we said, we'll talk about that. Um. Colorado sports team update. We'll do the Avs, Nuggets, Broncos. And then, of course, week 15 picks, which there's a game happening right now. There did is, we, as did, we are recording. Did we get that? Did we get those picks in? No, but pretty I, obvious. I, I'm not picking the Seahawks. Well, I'm not either. So I think it's, pre- <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious who we're, uh, we each picked in that one. No, Your favorite those But anyways, let's start it off with our week 14 review. First game on the docket. How about this? It was pretty close, but uh, the Bills were able to edge out the Jets 20 to 17 in a really good weather, crappy, just rain and sleet game. Like it was just really, really bad and nasty. But yeah, so were the Buffalo teams. got to win. Yeah, the game was just really sloppy. You want to hear <laughs> this? This is how the beginning of that game went. And Mike White got hurt in that game as well. He did, but he kept he, twice. He came yeah. back twice. Here's how that game went to start. Yeah, guys, crazy. Buffalo, three plays, punt. Uh, New York, seven plays, punt. Buffalo, five plays, punt. New York, six plays, punt. Buffalo, three plays, punt. New York, three plays, punt. Buffalo, nine plays, punt. Jets, five plays, punt. Buffalo, three plays, punt. Jets, seven plays, punt. <laughs> God. 
How boring. Seriously, like, what a snooze fest. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh. I mean, if you look at the numbers, too, the quarterbacks in this game, Eric, not that good. Got a lot of punts. A lot of punts. Something else. Never mind. Rhymes with punt. Something. Yeah, I was getting ready to say something <laughs> that rhymes with punt. But, yes, Buffalo picks up the win, and they are now... What are they? Oh, 10 and 3. How about that? 10 and 3 still sitting top of the AFC. Jets fall to 7 and 6. Uh, game that happened here, which I was glad to see. The Bengals beat the Browns 23 to 10, which we kind of predicted would happen, and I'm glad it did happen. And the Creeper, who is not to be named, struggled again, which was great to see. Yeah, I think Cleveland's issues run deeper than their the just he who must not be named being bad. One, they're the scummiest organization, most desperate organization in football. Two, they have no offense. Three, they have no defense. They're terrible. Good for them. Uh, Joe Mixon came back, almost had 100 yards rushing. Uh, Jamar Chase went off again, and Joe Burrow and this team really looks like they're clicking on all cylinders right now. And Joe Burrow snapped his losing streak to the Browns. There you go. Which was at four games? If I'm not yes. mistaken. Four games, yes. Can I get any hot? Browns move to five and eight. Bengals to nine and four. This next game, man, I thought Houston was going to pull it off, but yet it's just Houston being Houston. And Dallas escaped against the Texans, beating them 27 to 23. If you're a, a Cowboys fan, <laughs> you got to be concerned. Are you scared? I, are you be. scared? The Texans used Davis Mills, Davis Mills, excuse me, and Jeff Driscoll at quarterback. And you almost lost. Jeff Driscoll, people. He sucks. The guy can't throw a ball. No, yet, but they, used he, to, yet, they used him to run. But yet he threw a touchdown. <laughs> and the Texans handled your run game. Zeke Elliott, 15 carries, 62 yards. Tony Pollard, 10 carries, 42 yards. That's not good. Dak, Dak Prescott, Prescott was terrible except for one drive in this game. Had two picks in this game, Dak Prescott did. To the, to the Texans! Yeah, as we said, uh, Ezekiel Elliott had a two-yard rushing touchdown with 41 seconds left in the fourth quarter, Eric. That was, the, so that was they, the only time I thought the Cowboys looked like a good team. Yeah, so they squeaked it out. So Dallas moves to 10-3. and three. The Texans, you know, they're our... A one. abysmal, Eleven and one. Uh, just straight trash. And how about this? The Detroit Lions beat the Minnesota Vikings 34-23. And as I said on lo- our off-air before we got on, last six games, Eric, the Lions are 5-1. and one. Derek, the Lions were 7 for 15 on third down. That's pretty good. Damn good. And how about Jamison Williams catching a 41-yard touchdown from Jared Goff? Dude gets his first touchdown of the NFL, and it's a long bomb. So, same question to Vikings fans. I pose to Cowboys fans. You scared? You a little I mean, scared? You, you might be. Because their defense is not good. You gave up 464 yards to the Lions. These aren't the same Lions, Eric. They're good. Good team. Whatever Dan Campbell 
did or when they fired that defensive back coach, whatever he said to his team or whatever he's done, Eric, it is working and they believe in him. They're playing for him. And man, they're, they're one of the hottest teams right now. They are the hottest team. I, I, maybe the 49ers, but. Vikings fall to 10 and 3, and the Lions <laughs> 6 and 7, currently the number 8 spot in the playoffs. Right, real quick, the Lions are under 500, and I think they're better than some teams that are above 500. Oh, yeah. AKA Easy. the Vikings. <laughs> AKA the Dolphins. And next game here, the Eagles went into New York the other New York team, and just absolutely blew away the Giants, beating them 48-22. to I mean, nothing more needs to be said from here. We said it. Uh, the Eagles are a good team, probably going to the Super Bowl, and the Giants, as we said, eventually would fall back to reality, and it looks like they finally are. They didn't just beat them. They bent the Giants over and spanked them. Just flat spanked them. Miles Sanders had, a, had just a monster game. Monster yeah, game. You had a monster game. Let's see. 17 here. carries, 144 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns. And Jalen Hurts again. 217 passing, two touchdowns, 77 rushing, and another rushing touchdown. Eric, he's just he literally is automatic every week, running and throwing for a touchdown. The Eagles were up 21-0 in the second quarter, and that game was over. It was it was over. Daniel Jones isn't bringing you back. No. My Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> Your Eagles, huh? <laughs> Giants fall to 7-5-1, and one, and the Eagles are 12-1. and one. God, they're good, man. I mean. You said it. Jalen Hurts. It's his MVP, MVP trophy to lose. I mean, MVP. It was uh, Mahomes, and he lost it. <laughs> boring game, I would say, in my opinion. This next one, uh, the Ravens went into Pittsburgh and beat them. 16 to 14. So, no, I was just saying, uh, in a game that Lamar Jackson did not play in. The, the, so Tyler Huntley left the game due to injury, and Anthony Brown finished the game for the the Ravens at quarterback. Yeah. And, uh, Kenny Pickett went out with a concussion, and Mitch Trubisky Mm. came in and showed why he's a backup (laughs) by throwing not one. As to take it from LeBron, not one, not two, but three interceptions. Yeah, Trubunsky's a backup. Uh, there's no plain way to say it. He's he's not good. Yeah, he's so freaking bad, just so freaking bad. But yep, uh, Ravens moved to nine and four. Uh, Steelers go to five and eight, which they're have not had a losing season yet, Eric, unless they lose next week. By the way, the Ravens are five games over 500. Does it feel like they're hanging on by a thread? They are. (laughs) Five games over 500. Hence, there's another team we could say the Lions are probably better than. The Ravens? Oh, yeah. Yeah. On to our next game. Eric called it, but he didn't pick them. I know! Upset of the week, the Jacksonville Jaguars go into Tennessee and beat the Titans 36-22. to And Evan Ingram, if, if you had him on your fantasy team and you decided to play him this week, man, did he go off. 11 catches, a buck 62, two touchdowns. How about Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence, 30 of 42, 368, 
three touchdowns, no picks. Derek, I should have picked Jacksonville last week. I chickened out. They I mean, beat the Ravens. I should have, and then I should have picked Jacksonville for this week. I didn't. I chickened out. They beat the Titans. Derek, I am going to sit here and tell you right now. They're beating the Cowboys. Jacksonville wins the division next year. I mean, we we say it every week, Eric. Trevor Lawrence is looking, he's getting better and better. He's getting better and better, and he's showing why he is he was the number one overall pick. And not to mention, you have Etn, you have Kirk, you have Zay Jones, Marvin Jones, and then next year you'll have Calvin Ridley at yeah. wide receiver too. And who knows what they make in free agency? And you're gonna have all this money in free agency, and you have all these picks, man. This, this team, and they have a, a good coach finally in Doug Peterson. This team is definitely gonna have a good future, I think. Ahead. It also helps when the Titans turn the ball over four times. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill <laughs> just, ugh. But the the Titans fall to seven and six, and the Jaguars go to five and eight. You know, Jacksonville could still win the division. <laughs> you never know; they could. Moving on to our afternoon, first afternoon game. As we said, I was there. And Where? We'll, we'll touch more about it when we talk about them. But the Chiefs beat the Broncos 34 to 28. Yes, you heard that. 34 to 28. Only a six point. Denver scored 28 points. What and the hell happened? It was 27 nothing Chiefs at one point. Oh, After yeah, Wilson was- threw that pick six to the dude right in front of him, I was like, all right. I, I almost wanted to go. I, I'm not kidding you. Almost was this close to leaving and going home. But then Mahomes threw three picks in that yeah. game. And, uh, yeah, and he looked bad. And But, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about it. But the Chiefs go to 10-3, and three, and the Broncos are 3-10. Three three and 10-10. And ten. On to another afternoon game. Man, talk about getting blown out. Eric's favorite team of all time, the 49ers. I hate Hosted the Bucks. I hate Absolutely demolished them 35-7. to I can't tell if Tom Brady's washed up, the Bucks just aren't good anymore, or Todd Bowles is an awful head coach. I think it might be a combination of the three. I mean, Brady had some bad throws. And by the way, Brock Purdy, he is okay. Mm-hmm. 16 of 21 for 185 and two touchdowns. That's fine. He didn't turn it over. He did what he was supposed he to didn't. do. He didn't. And he had a rushing touchdown, too. And He's... Christian McCaffrey is just. Christian McCaffrey is him. a beast. It's just being himself. And now that he's on a good team, Eric, man, look how much he's thriving. Exactly. Brandon Ayuk is really good. Debo Samuel, who was hurt for the rest of the season. Oh, no. He's good. Joey Bosa is really good. Joey Bosa is good. The Buccaneers suck. The Niners don't. Let's move on. Brock Purdy's uh, not going to win too many more. Niners go to 9-4. and four. <laughs> Bucks fall to 6-7. and seven. But fun fact, they uh, lead the division at 6-7. and seven. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about this in the next game. Do you know they could not be leading the division next week? Yeah. Which is just... Just stupid. Uh, how about this? Maybe another upset, I think, possibly. The Panthers went into Seattle and beat the Seahawks 30-24. to I mean, we kind of said it. Seattle, eventually, the wheels would start falling off, and I think we're starting to see it because 
you lose to the Panthers? Derek. It, Sam Darnold? This led game, by Sam Darnold. It was a seven-point final. It wasn't even close. No. And Sam Darnold, 14 to 20. at one point. Sam Darnold, 14 to 24, 120 and a touchdown. Not good. But the running attack. Devon, Deontay nuts. Foreman, 75 yards. Chuba Hubbard, 74 yards. They ran for 223 yards. Seattle's yeah. defense is bad. Yeah, Seattle scored a garbage touchdown with 16 points or 16 seconds left, which made it a six-point game. But as you said, throughout the whole game, wasn't close. Geno's, Geno's three touchdowns, two picks, and they were bad picks. And, yeah, like you said, I think it was about time. And maybe is this the game? And maybe even tonight, right now? I mean, you lose back-to-back, you're at 500. Uh, but... Seattle falls to seven and six. The Panthers fall to five and eight. Uh, the Panthers have a better record than the Rams and Broncos, Eric. <laughs> so that goes to show you the kind of crappy year these teams are having. Doesn't matter if Rams beat them. Yeah. Uh, on to our Sunday night game. This game was actually pretty exciting. Uh, the Charger, well, <laughs> the crazy, the crazy fumble that Hill picked up. That was a that was a crazy play. That's the only reason that this game was a. But the what? Go ahead. But the Chargers beat the Dolphins 23-17. to Yeah, I'm not surprised. I don't believe in Tua. I really Man, don't. Man. Three at, of 19 at one point in this game. He That's finished terrible. He finished 10 of 28, 145 yards in a touchdown. Eric. He sucks. You know what his completion percentage was in that game? 10 of 28. Not good. 36%. I don't think two is a good quarterback. I really don't. And the reason I say that is if you watch that game, Herbert was under siege all night. He had no time to throw, but he was making it work. Is Tua had all day to throw, is, and he just threw it in the dirt the whole game. Real quick, is, is, the NF, is our team starting to finally figure out how to play against him? Yeah, because how you That's beat Tua... Two is a rhythm quarterback. He needs to get the ball, three-step drop, look, throw. Mm. You know, grab the ball, five-step drop, look, throw. He yeah. he doesn't go through his progressions well. That like, and if you drop everybody back and co- make sure everyone's covered, he's not going to throw the ball. Yeah, because he's a chicken. He's <laughs> a chicken. Uh, ch- the only reason this game was close is because Tyreek Hill took a fumble, and I didn't think you could advance a fumble in the NFL, so I don't even know what the hell the rules are. But apparently he did. But uh, that was the only reason this game was a six-point game. Chargers dominated the Dolphins, and I don't think the Dolphins are going to win another game the way they're playing. Seriously. Uh, like, uh, real quick, I want to look at their schedule. Well, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Chargers move to seven and six. Dolphins move to eight and five. And a Monday night game that I didn't really even care to watch because I didn't watch it. Uh, the Cardinals hosted the uh, Patriots, and Arizona lost again. <laughs> Patriots beat them twenty-seven to thirteen as the Cardinals' offense just continues to be trash. Uh, even with Kyler Murray in that game, they don't win. But they no. got. I mean, Kyler Murray tearing his ACL. Like I, he, Derek said, he's got more time to play Call of Duty. Yeah, but we'll, we'll touch on that next. But they, the Patriots just, yeah, they took advantage of a bad 
bad team and they won. And also the Cardinals, you let Colt McCoy fire the ball forty times. That's a mistake. That's right why there. you lost. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. That's not a re- recipe for for winning. <laughs> no. Patriots move to seven and six. Cardinals move to four and nine. And uh, <laughs> preview alert: they play the Broncos this weekend. Man, what an exciting game that's going to be. <laughs> Uh, on to our next topic, uh, NFL teams talk. As we said, Marcus Mariota pretty much gave the Falcons a FU and a middle finger. Uh, he got benched, and he said, uh, as we say at the end of our show, deuces. He, deuces, peace, and he left the team to go get his knee worked on. Yeah, so they were going to put it, they put him on IR basically and said, we're going to sit you the rest of the season. Desmond Ritter's our guy. We got to see what we have in him. Mm-hmm. And Mariota said, I'm out. I'm out. And they don't, they can't get in contact. The Falcons can't call him because he won't pick up the phone. They have no clue where Mariota is. And honestly, if that's his attitude, good riddance. I mean, he's, he's, he clearly, if he's being he like sucks. this, sucks. I know, but clearly, if he's like this, he's gone. Yeah. Arthur Smith, Arthur Smith, the owner, texts him. Marcus, uh, you gonna be at practice today? New number, who dis? Yeah, new phone, who dis? <laughs> that's what he, that's basically what he's gonna do if somebody from the team contacts him. New phone, who dis? <laughs> so, like, I got all I have to say is what a poor sport you have to be. To Seriously, be like but like, dude, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks to get benched and realize, okay, my starting job is over, and more than likely, you're going to be signed somewhere and be a backup next year. Well, I was going to look up his stats, but I can't find him on the roster for the Falcons. So they basically just said, all right, we're done with you too. But he's like, now be... he's walking out on guaranteed money too. Hey, what like, are you doing? Like seriously, dude, all you, all you have to do is go to the games, put an earpiece in, and wear a hat and watch it. You're gonna wear sweatpants the whole game. If somebody wants, if somebody was like, "Hey, look, we'll give you a million dollars these next four weeks," I'd be like, "Okay." I would build a, uh, I would roll out a sleeping bag and sleep on the field <laughs> for that much money. No kidding. But that's just me. But if Mario is like this, like, just what a poor sport you are. Like, quit being a baby. And honestly. He could be hurting his chances of getting maybe signed to another team if he if he's acting like this. Because what do you think another team's be like? Oh, hey, we don't want to sign him because how do we know he's not going to you know just yeah. peace out and, and go do his own exactly, thing? Exactly, because you're going to want him as a backup. There's no way you're starting him. No yeah. way. No way. So he, he's going to be like, I'm going to be a starter. Now we want you as a backup. All right, I'm not signing. Okay, bye. So Marcus, pull your head out of your ass. Yeah, that's all. Get I gotta out say. Of there. Get it out of there. Uh, next one, as we said, Kyler Murray tore his ACL and he's out for the rest of the year. So his, he's probably next starting next season is in question. I would say, Oh, he's not, there's no way he's going to be ready for the next season, next season. So he'll probably miss a few games at the start of next season. Dude, he might miss a few months. I mean, we're in what December. Ooh, yeah. Cause so it's he- a good eight month recovery for the eight, NFL, eight, eight, 10 months. Yeah. So, um, what, what do you, what, what do you think ha- happens now? I mean, Kingsbury, is he fired regardless of this? 
why would a new coach take that job though? Not knowing that Kyler Murray's not going to be there. Do, do you think the Cardinals are regretting giving Murray all that money? I never thought they should have. I, if you ask them right now, no. If you got them wasted and asked them, yes. Yes. Now, the one they really regret is Cliff Kingsbury. He signed till 2028. Ooh, is he really? What? How, yeah. What? Kind of, what? what I, mean, I don't know what eight the hell year, he did an eight, to deserve an, that. An eight-year contract. I don't know what he did to deserve that. Besides getting spanked by the Rams last season in the wild card round, which, by the way, Tee Snickle Snickle Stork Cardinal suck. But um, Arizona wasn't really going anywhere, regardless if he was healthy or not. I think. And like I don't said, think he, they're going anywhere with Kyler game. Murray. I don't think they're going anywhere with Steve Kime, which we'll get to in a little bit. I don't think they're going anywhere with Michael Bidwell as their owner. I don't think they're getting anywhere with Cliff Kingsbury as the coach. They're just a franchise that's stuck. Mm-hmm. And it's almost not their fault. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, but, like, who wouldn't want to play football in Arizona? I just don't think they have a good reputation of giving young players contracts because they always go after the old guys. Like, J.J. Watt. AJ he hasn't played more than five games a season for him. Seriously. He can't stay healthy in the two seasons he's been there. So Five games not. is an exaggeration. I think he played like nine last year. Mm-hmm. And he's he's not he's gonna hit. I don't think he's gonna hit 10 this year. Yeah. So uh, they just make odd decisions. But also a franchise. We were, we'll talk about it. You just brought him up. Steve Kime, the GM, is uh stepping aside temporarily for health reasons. Yeah, I, they, they're not going to disclose what they are, which I don't want to, them to anyway, because it's not our business. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I hope speedy recovery, because I don't know if you've watched um, the hard knocks with the Cardinals this year in season or um, – mm. oh, what the hell is it called? The All or Nothing on Amazon. They followed oh, yeah. the Cardinals during the 2015 season. He's a good guy. I think he yeah. just makes stupid decisions as a GM. He's made some pretty stupid decisions, yeah. Um, so quick recovery, I hope, and I uh, hope he's back with the team soon. Also, the Avs just started; they're already down one nothing. Great. On to our next, our favorite one. Well, this is became real our quick favorite though. Thing. Our favorite goalie is starting for the Sabers. Uka Pekalukunen. Oh, that guy, huh? <laughs> and uh, Gior- Georgie is starting, huh? Yeah. Oh God, now the Avs are on a. Power for a penalty kill. It's not even five minutes in the game. Yeah. We'll touch on them in a little bit. But anyways. Creme de la crap? Creme de la crap list. We've Creme talked de la crap. Hey, that was pretty good. It's not bad. Currently, uh, your Niners are beating Seattle 7-3 to three with 447 left in the second. Oh, it's a barn burner, but... Derek, I'm going to share my screen so you can see it. We'll go over the creme de la crap. Broncos or Rams are on the bottom of that list. So, yeah, so let me go over it real quick. So, excuse me, in the top, in the creme of the league, this is going to change, by the way. This is going to change. We've got the Cowboys, Bungles, actually Bengals, they're playing pretty well, Bills, Chiefs, Vikings, Eagles. Oh, Dolphins. Dolphins down. Oh, we'll get to that in a minute, homie. Don't you worry. Not quite creme, not quite crap. We've got the Chargers, Niners, Titans, Lions, Commanders, Jets. In the crap list, we've got the Ravens, Falcons, Jaguars, Buccaneers, Raiders, Giants, Water Pigeons, 
In the creme de la crap of the league, we've got the Bears, Patriots, Colts, Steelers, Browns, and the Saints. And in the bell of the trash, we've got the Texans, Broncos, Rams, Panthers, Cardinals, Packers. Who moves I'm making right now? I am moving the Cowboys to crap. Them too, you yes. cannot the win Texans. that game 27-23. Yeah. That you got to blow them out. And if you had lost, you'd be in the bell of the trash. I'll tell you what. I mean, seriously, you, you demolish the Colts, but yet you can't demolish the worst team in the league. Explain that to me. And if they lose to Jacksonville, you suck. Yeah. Also, Dolphins are going to not quite crap, not quite crap. You They've looked bad the last two weeks. They got to step it up, and so, they play Buffalo. So the Kremlis, I think, is good. Those those teams are up there. I don't. Think I want to move the Niners up. They're pretty much the creme of the league right now. Ugh, I, I hate it. To, trust me, it makes me violently ill. So to those put six, them up there. So those six teams, I agree. Yes, deserve to be there. Yeah. So okay. creme of the, the the creme of the league. We've got the Bengals, Bills, Chiefs, Vikings. Oh, I might move the Vikings out. They're ten and three, but pretty- man, their defense is not good. Well, okay, we'll leave them in there for this week. Yeah, leave them in there for this week. Yeah. Eagles, which are the best team in football, and yeah, the Niners. Yeah, not quite creme. I like the Chargers there. I want to move the Titans. Titans, yes, Titans are crap. They're the Lions. The, the Lions. Lions. We moved them up there when we did this last, which was what two weeks Woo! ago. Yeah, Derek. I, like I said, right now, if they played. Any, so I'm going to move the Chargers here. So we've got the only teams we have above them are the creme of the league, which we just said. I think right now, right here, right now, if they played anybody on this list, they win. Even the Eagles? Below them. Anyone below them. So nobody in the creme. I think that I don't think they beat anybody in the creme list. Oh, I think they – oh, they can beat the – as we said, they beat the Ravens. They beat the Cowboys. But the Ravens are in crap. Yeah. I, I think if they play any team – They right would now, demolish the Broncos them. and Rams. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, it's a 2 nothing Buffalo. Um, Great! Uh, if, if they play Chargers, Commanders, Jets – by the way, Jets are going down to crap too. Jets, Dolphins. Man, what, a, what a list that's making coming to be. <laughs> Cowboys. Titans, Ravens, Falcons, Jags, anybody, they will win. That's how good they're playing right now. They're rolling on right now. They're rolling. And you know what's even better? If the Vikings clinch their division and then the Lions get the seventh seed, they would play each other in the first round. Let's go, baby. How about that? I know. That'd be exciting. Um, So. That list is good. Those four. In the not quite everybody else crap. <laughs> yeah. To but, be fair, I'm gonna I should put the Cowboys in not quite crap, not quite crap. Yeah. Okay. Those, those those five teams are good then. So the first two categories, I, I think. Yeah. Are so now in crap, we got the Jets, Titans, uh, Ravens because the Ravens don't look good, but they're still winning. So we'll we'll move the Ravens up a spot. Okay, that makes it's um, Jags are on the. I'm gonna put the Jags at the front of the crap. Just they're, because they're, the record's not good. Yeah. They keep winning, though. They might move on up into here. Yeah, because they're, they're um, looking pretty hot right now, especially Trevor Lawrence. He's looking good. Patriots, I'm going to move up to crap. Yes, they've moved up. They've moved up. Um, 
Raiders moved down. Yeah, they're pretty bad. <laughs> you lose to Baker Mayfield on two days practice, like one day, one and a half days practice. You don't deserve to be up there. They're, so they're down to creme de la crap. And not to mention, you can't hold a, a freaking lead. <laughs> Hello? You can't hold the lead. You suck. I'm going to move the Bucks down to creme de la crap. Okay. And I'll put the Panthers up there too. Yeah, and the they're... Falcons. They're all, they're all crap, man. They're just so bad. So the crap list, I say, is is good. And the water pigeons are belted trash. Moving. No, I'm just kidding. The Giants are, are slowly moving their way down. <laughs> they're moving they're, their they're, way they're down. They're in, they're in crap, but they're, Dude, they're it ain't even moving fast. Down. It's going downhill in a hurry. It's there. going down very fast. I yeah. want to move the Rams up because they won, but they beat the Raiders. So it's, <laughs> it doesn't really doesn't matter. But I, I say and the you way know what? The, let's move I, the Browns down because they're a scummy organization. I say the way you have the list <laughs> right now is perfect. <laughs> All right. No, I, I'm serious. I think it's good the way it is. So Bell of the Trash, Texans, Broncos, Rams, Cardinals, Packers, Browns, Creme de la Crap, Bears, Colts, Steelers, Saints, the NFC South, and the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and crap, we got the whole divisions in it. The whole division, they're terrible, dude. The division is a joke, Derek. They're all under 500, and any one of these teams could win the division at the end of the year. That's how bad they are. That's um, sick. in the crap division, crap section Jags, Jets, Titans, uh, Seahawks, Giants, and Patriots. Not quite creme, but not quite crap. We got the Lions. Yeah. Chargers, Commanders, Dolphins, Cowboys, Ravens, and the creme as we touched on. Bengals, Bills, Chiefs, Vikings, Eagles. I almost said the I almost said the Sniders, the Niners. In no particular order, by the way. Eagles so, are the best team in the league. So real quick, as Eric said about the fun. NFC South. Uh Bucks six and seven, Panthers and uh, Falcons five and eight. And the lonely Saints at four and nine, all of those teams can win the division still. Yes, the Saints at four and nine can win the division. Dude, if the right. Bucks lose and the and the the uh, Panthers win, the Panthers are in first place at what six and eight? Yes. Ugh. That's sick. Terrible. Yeah. Moving on. Uh so bad. Touch on this real quick. The ridiculous contracts uh, MLB free agents are getting right now. Just wow. Just wow. Uh, I know. It's, Aaron, it's, it's crazy. Aaron Judges was a nine-year, $324 million deal. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> I mean, and who who is the guy that you said to got the 13-year contract? Carlos Correa. That's right. Carlos Correa to the Giants. 13 years, $350 million. I'm trying to find him to pull up his stats. They're not good. By the way, Cody Bellinger goes on a one-year deal to the Cubs. How about that? On a one-year deal. Yeah, why? That stunned me. Seriously. Uh, Carlos Rendon, that contract from the Yankees, six years, 162 mil. I mean, just how about Noah Syndergaard going to the Dodgers? Like, are you kidding me? 
I know. You see that? Like, what the heck is that about? I saw that. I'm like, why? Why are they signing them? I don't like it. Yeah, I'm Yankees. not seeing Correa on this list of. Oh, there he is. Carlos Correa's stats last year. Yeah, he short, was shortstop. Go ahead. Shortstop for the Twins, former shortstop for the Astros. He batted 291, 22 home runs, 64 RBIs, and 522 at bats. Wow. And then he's a career 279 hitter, 155 home runs, and 553 RBIs. I don't think he's that worthy of a big old contract. No, he's not. Like, why? Because you're desperate? I get And he only had 200 at-bats in 2020 and 280 at-bats. Oh, well, that's because of the COVID year. Speaking of desperate, how the hell can the Padres afford Xavier Bogart's 11-year, $280 million deal? Because baseball has no salary cap. So they have him making 280, Machado, 300, and Tatis Jr., 325. And Tatis is looking like a real good investment right now, isn't he? Yeah, seriously, freaking being a cheater. Also, Trey Turner signs an 11-year deal Mm, mm. at 29 years old. Yeah. So the – I don't get it. Oh, correction. Real quick, don't mean to cut you off. Uh, Aaron Judge signed a nine-year, $326 million deal, not 324. How about Jacob DeGrom leaving, too, for – Yeah, Yeah, how about that? The Mets going to the Rangers. Mm. I I don't – and, like – if I'm a GM, I'm not paying a dude for more than five years, especially a guy like so. All of these guys that we were talking about, Judge, 30 years old, DeGrom, 35, and he find, signed a five year deal. Trey Turner, as I said, 29 cents, an 11 year deal. Carlos Correa is 28, and he signed a 13 year deal. Why? He's going to play until he's 41. <laughs> Xander Bogart's 11-year deal. How old is this? I almost said, I almost swore. He's he's my age. He's 30 years old. Eric, this is sick, though, too. Justin Verlander, two-year, $86 million deal. $43 million a year he's getting from the Mets. How about uh, Clayton Kershaw, too? One-year, $20 million from the R- R- Dodgers? Yeah. <laughs> $20 million for one year? That's rough. But just some of these... I just want to throw it out there real quick. All these teams, Eric, making moves, and yet you hear crickets from the Rockies. What what can they do, man? They're not going to get Judge unless they spend the money, which they don't have. No. They're not going to get – They're not going to get anyone. They're not going to get Xander Bogarts. They're not going to get – You know what they're going to get? Swanson. They're going to build a new bar downtown because that's all he gives a damn about. Hell yeah, let's go. That's what he's going to care about. Let's get wasted and watch the Rockies. I'm down. So, just wow. Uh, hey, I Char- see here that Steel Walker was traded for cash. Who? He has one home run and one RBI. Why is this on here as a big move? Oh, real quick. Uh, Rockies did sign uh, Jose Urena to a 
One year, three point five million dollar contract. A right-handed pitcher. Who? Ooh. <laughs> so they have made a move. They also signed Pierce Johnson. Great. <laughs> but overall, uh, <laughs> baseball's stupid and needs a salary cap. I know, and it's not going to happen because their player union is so strong. Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, Colorado sports team update. Let's uh, start with the abs. They're losing two nothing. They suck. Move on. I mean, yeah, they're losing two nothing. But let's talk about their previous games. <laughs> they did win some good games. Uh, so as we said, uh, we talked about last week, the loss to the Rangers in a shootout. But Sunday, they won an overtime against the Blues, three to two, and then they beat the Flyers, three to two, on Tuesday. Yeah, and those are the two best games they've played in a long time. But they're not playing very good right now, as Eric said. They are at Ball Arena. Playing the Sabres down to nothing, and Georgiev gives up two early goals. And to be fair to the Abs, I'm going to pull up the Sabres total. What's the goals. Sa- what's the Sabres uh, goalie's name again, Eric? Luka Lukanen. <laughs> the best name in all of sports. Seriously, Luka Lukanen. It's pretty awesome. Don't tell me different. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> I'm trying to pull up. Here we go. But. In the standings so far, the Avs, they're fourth because they're kind of playing back and forth with the Wild. Yeah, screw um, them. Screw Minnesota. <laughs> the Avs are five, four, five, and one in their last For, ten. And oh. it's not surprising with all the injuries that they I have. I almost said the F word. I mean, freaking, freaking wild. <laughs> Bleeping wild. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But Buffalo, they're at the bottom of their division at 13, 14, and two. Yes. I'm going to pull up their goal totals the last handful of games. You ready for this? Sure. So, this is just December. Mm-hmm. They lost the Avs. They scored four. Then they scored six. Then they scored nine. Then they scored oh, three. I forgot about that nine. Then they scored one. Yeah. Then they scored six. So, they've uh, they've been kind of rolling a little bit. They let's just say they don't score under three goals a lot. They know how to score. They do because they're a very exciting young team. The problem is is they cannot hold leads because they're a young team. Oh, Christian McCaffrey just scored 14-3 Niners. I'm not surprised. Um, by the way, Niners are winning that game. We both picked it. Uh yeah, because the water pigeons are falling back to reality. But the you know the abs they're hanging on and that's all we can really ask for. Just hang on until yeah seriously until all your guys get healthy and come back. Come on, load and like you you've got to you got to go five hundred and if we talk about the injuries coming back the, the main ones we still have Manson, Byram, McKinnon, Landeskog. From what oh, I heard, that's a brutal list. McKinnon will be back after Christmas. Good. Landis Cog should be back after Christmas. Good. Byram's going to be later than Landis Cog. Yeah. And I don't know about Manson. But the Avs are on a six-game homestead this or coming a five-game homestead coming up before Christmas. And like I said, if you go three and two, or if you go two, two and one, fine. That that's all we can ask for, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, playing Buffalo, who knows. They could score five more goals. They could give up five. 
They could. Nashville sucks. Uh, <laughs> the Islanders can't score. And the Canadians are even worse than the Sabres. So, yeah, they're freaking, they're, yeah, they're bad. And but their top line right now is Rantanen, Nichushkin, and Lekkonen. That could be a top line for the Sabres, for instance. <laughs> Seriously. Like, they're, they're, they're getting pieces back. Evan Rodriguez is back tonight, which is helpful. Um, who the hell? Shane Bowers, the guy who got hurt in his first shift in his first NHL hockey game. Yeah. He's back that? healthy, but he's been, he was sent down to the minors to kind of rehab. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I expect the Avs to kind of go 2-2-1 two, two and one on this, this homestand. Um, like we said, and, though, they, they just need to just stay afloat till you got your guys get back. Exactly. And then when you get Landis Cog McKinnon oh, back, things will start clicking. Let, let's go. Like, you're going to have to get going here because January, you know, remember what they did in January last year? Oh, man. They, they lost once in overtime. Once. That's they it. 15 or 14 and 0 or 15 0 and 1 or something this, like that. This, this team can do it. And I believe that they will do it when they, when the guys come back healthy. Exactly. As long as they win on January 28th in front of their most popular favorite fan, a.k.a. me, <laughs> I'll be all right. Who are they playing in that game? Uh, the Blues. Ooh, and the Blues are bad this year, dude. They're a bad team. Uh, moving on to the other Colorado team, the Denver Nuggets. They played in two games. Last show that we had, they beat the Jazz 115 to 110. And then they beat the Wizards on Wednesday, 141 to 128. And Nikola Jokic just, I mean, what more can you say from this guy? It just, he does it all, Eric. Three time MVP. I mean, 43 points, eight assists, 14 rebounds he had in the Washington game, led the, led the team in points. Uh, the Jazz, guess what? He led the team in points again. <laughs> uh, 31 for the past three games, by the way. 30, 31 had a triple double against the Jazz, 31 points, 14 assists, 12 rebounds. It's just this guy. The thing with them, too, is, is that people are healthy, and Aaron Gordon and Jamal Murray are playing really good. Well, I was going to say, during the Washington game, Jamal Murray, he only had six points. He wasn't playing well. But what I liked is that he was just like, all right, I'm going to let other people handle the ball. I'm just going to get – I'm just going to be here, you know, play defense. That's what, like, a good teammate does. And, look, the Nuggets are 17 and 10, and they're leading their division. And Bones Highland is starting to play very good coming off the bench. Yes, he is, is now that he's back from COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, the Nuggets are what are they? Third, yeah, third in the conference behind Seven, New Orleans and Memphis. Seventeen and ten currently. Yeah, that's about what they were last year. What they were like four or five at the end of the year, or whatever, six maybe. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're healthy. Old. Besides MPJ, they'll, they'll they're just going to keep on rolling. And they play the Lakers coming up, and the Lakers so, are terrible. So they have a few games actually till our next show. So they host. They're at LA the Lakers tomorrow. Uh, Sunday, they host the Hornets, which Win. the Hornets are just absolute trash. Uh, Tuesday the 20th, though, tough game. They host the Memphis Grizzlies. Win. And then next Friday, they host the Trailblazers, which could be another tough game for them. 
win. Eric's calling it four <laughs> four wins. Well, no, the other thing with him is just this team too. Just the health, Murray, MPJ, Bones Highland. Just these guys got to stay healthy. They stay healthy. Yeah, that's they're, all. That's what it takes. They're in good and shape. The Nuggets will be right in the mix for top seed in the West. Yeah. Uh, real quick before we talk uh, Broncos, just wanted to bring up uh, uh, sad news that happened this week. Don't know if you saw it, Eric. Uh, Mike Leach. I did. Te- uh, coach for Mississippi State, former Texas Tech coach, too, passed away at the age of 61 from a heart condition. Yeah, it's sad. It's just... sad. I mean, I, I remember you, damn good coach. He's a, he was a damn good coach, very good offensive minded coach, too. I'll uh, always remember him from when he was a coach at uh, Texas Tech when Graham Harrell and Michael Crabtree beat Texas when Texas is ranked number two in the nation. And mm-hmm. Texas Tech was huge underdogs. And Michael Crabtree's infamous catch tiptoeing down the sideline to score. and uh, uh, one thing i'll always remember him for is him talking about the buffalo running at cu yeah he was like it's awesome let's go yeah but Um, so i mean he's a great coach good guy and uh 21 seasons as a head coach he had a 158 107 record uh pretty good but uh 61 years old but yeah just wanted to too young man just pass along that news to see if you saw it, and I'm pretty sure you did because that was a pretty big – that was a big thing for me when I saw I was like, Mike Leach. I was like, man, I know who that is. Well, and also, real quick, how about um, the guy who was covering the World Cup, um, the American Grant Wall? He passed away due to, to, due to an aneurysm. Yeah, how about that? that? That was sad, too. He was a correspondent on Altitude talking mm-hmm. World Cup soccer. Yeah. And just one weekend they just he passed away. And I was like, Are you kidding me? I just heard him talk yesterday. Yeah, it's just uh just never know what the hell could happen. Yeah, no, I guess. it's sad. It is. Moving on. Now, Hug uh, your loved ones, kiss your enemies. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> uh talking about uh the Broncos. Talking about enemies of the Broncos. Uh, as we said, I went to the game. Uh, they were down 27 to nothing at one point. And yes, they were. I was sitting there literally minutes away from just getting up and saying, screw it and leaving because I said, this team sucks. And then Josie Jewell makes a damn good interception. Oh, dude. Damn good. Both his interceptions he had were, were damn good. And then slow run stuffing linebacker Josie Jewell is the first player to pick off Mahomes twice in the same game. But that happens, and I'm like, okay, then uh Broncos go downfield. Jared Judy catches a touchdown 27-17. I'm like, or 27-7. I'm like, okay. Next drive, Mahomes throws another interception. To guess who? Josie Jewell. No, no the, was, that was a Pat Sertan. Really Pat Sertan, nice play. Pat Sertan, which had his hands underneath the ball tipped up. Uh, Broncos go downfield, and then they score Jerry Judy again. Yeah, all. Oh. 27-14. And then in the third quarter, Eric, the guy we keep preaching to play a bunch, 
takes takes a screen pass 66 yards and damn near almost falls at the five yard oh, line. i know he was at a guess summer. i was like go marlon mack go but i'm telling you right now eric for the first time all year i've been to a lot of home games this year but the first time all year to hear that place erupt when marlon mack scored and took that to the house people are like oh my god one you're only down by six two you're like where the hell did this offense come from? <laughs> yeah. And, and Jerry Judy showed that he could be a number one receiver. Eight catches, 73 yards, and three tutties. I mean, that's good. And before Russell Wilson went out for an injury, this is probably the best game he's played all year. It, it was. Uh, it was. I mean, his full stats are not great, but 23 of 36, 247, three touchdowns and a pick. But he also ran the ball four times, 57 yards. That's and, what you need from Wilson is those and, two stats. And, of course, the, the third and 11 one that where he he uh, dope, excuse me, for a first down. And I, apparently I didn't see it, but, has man. A, dude, he had a golf ball-sized welt on his temple where his helmet landed. And I was watching it on the TV, and they took- zoomed in on his face after he got cracked. It looked like he was looking at God in the face, getting ready to go up. I mean, I just, he was just blank face staring straight ahead. He was, he was out cold. I think, but I think it's safe to say after this game, can they build off of this momentum and do, does some of the team now, most importantly, the defense after a couple of weeks ago, yelling at him. Has Wilson gained some of the respect from the defense after this game, especially, you know, his his third down run, putting his body on the line like that to keep the drive alive? Yes. Do you, th- do you think he he's gained some, some respect. respect? Yeah. Yes, it was his best game. No, they won't keep the momentum because he's injured. He's not going to be playing. Mm. Honestly, Derek, if Russell Wilson finishes that game, Broncos would have won. It would have been 35-34. And the Chiefs were not going to stop them. And that's what I'm saying, too, is if if Wilson doesn't go out with a concussion, Denver wins that game because that – when Rip, Rippin got hit and that ball just was a just lame duck and fell Popped in. right up in the air and the game was over. As soon as I saw that go up, I said the game's over because I knew it was going to get picked. But I agree with you, and a lot of people said it, that if Wilson played in that game, Denver beats them. And I truly believe they would have beaten them. Yeah, but a lot of what I want to see going forward is can can they build off of this game? Can they? Because your offense looked. Granted, you shouldn't have gotten into twenty-seven to nothing hole. You shouldn't have. No, but after that, man, I don't know what what fire was lit under your ass, but man, did you just. Score, 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 score. I saw this, and I was like, where, where the hell has this team been all year? Because guess what, Eric? The defense that they have, and if this offense was like this all year, they wouldn't be 3-10. and 10. No. They wouldn't. <laughs> What's the stat? If they scored 19 or 18 points, 18 they'd be like 10-2 and two or something like that. 10-3. and three. Record yeah. the Chiefs have 10-3. and three. So, I mean, it was a good game. It sucks that Wilson's hurt. Yes. But – I, I, they could build off this, and because they're playing the Cardinals, who are 
going to be playing Colt McCoy. And they also signed <laughs> Carson Strong. Oof. And I think Carson Strong could be good, but not for the Cardinals. Yeah. So who knows what the hell is going to happen. But but honestly, this week, you want a bounce back game. You want to build off of the Chiefs sure. game. This is the perfect game to do it against a really, really bad Cardinals team. And not to mention Colt McCoy is going against that defense. The defense needs to take advantage of it and just, just shut his ass down. Yeah, I just – I don't trust Brett Rippon. I really don't. Not to put up that many points, you know? Am I wrong there? No, you're not. I mean, he's he's uh he's a backup for a reason. And is it for has it already been said that Wilson is not playing? Dude, the way he got up. Oh, I'm sure he yeah. ain't playing. Yeah. So uh you have Brett Rippin versus Colt McCoy. And oh boy. Th- three and ten Denver, uh hosting four and nine Arizona. Listen, if they put the ball in Marlon Max hands, they should win this game. I mean, we we've said it. You saw, I mean, you saw it, Eric, on that screen. Pass. The guy's got speed. He's just got that breakaway speed. Man. Separation where Latavius Murray can't. But Latavius Murray is the tallest running back I've dude, ever seen. You too. sent me that picture from when you were on this field. I was like, God damn, that dude's big. So I, I, I the picture of Murray, I'm not kidding you. This guy's got to be 6'3", easily. He is a monster among men. Oh, he's huge. Yes. But moving on to our favorite topic, or segment, I should say. Dash picks. Week 15 picks. Uh, We won't start with the Thursday night game because it's going, and me and Eric already picked the Niners, and the Niners are winning. Because I mean, Seattle, Seattle sucks. Bleh. But let's uh, <laughs> let's start with the Saturday. Yes, you heard that right. The yes. Saturday game. Saturday football is back. We got three games on Saturday. You got the first the, one, do you want? the Colts at the Vikings. I think you this is a pretty disrespect? easy. One. The Vikings are only four point favorites. Weesh. Well, in but, my opinion, after losing to the Lions, they're bouncing back and they're winning this week against the Colts. That's what I was just about to say. They're going to bounce back. The, the Colts suck. The Colts are um, so bad. I, I think the Vikings are going to win this one and clinch the division because, the, like I said, the Colts suck. Yeah. I would take the over on the four points, by the way. So we're each going with the Vikings. Typical. Uh, the Ravens at the Browns. Uh, Lamar Jackson will not be playing in this game. It was announced today. And I'm pretty sure Brett Huntley's not going to be playing either. <laughs> so that being said, I'm going to pick the most desperate franchise in football history. Oh, no. Because I just don't trust their, the Ravens quarterback situation to get it done. Their defense could do it, but I don't believe that. And J.K. Dobbins being back has helped. He was a big reason why they beat the Steelers, but I just think the Browns are going to take it. So you have no Tyler Huntley, Taylor, Tyler, whatever. So you have Anthony Brown and Brett Hundley as your two quarterbacks going into this game with the Ravens. Yeah, I hate to say it too. God, I don't want to pick the Browns. I don't either. It feels gross, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels like I'm breaking the law. <laughs> 
because I hate you know what I don't give a damn if I lose a pick give me the Ravens I can't pick all the crap I was saying about them last I no I can't pick them no I said if you're a Browns fan you should be ashamed of yourself and damn it I'm sticking to it give me the Ravens hey if if Chubb goes for like 240 and a couple touchdowns you could cheer for that yeah I don't have them <laughs> Well, no, just, just as a Browns fan, because Nick Chubb, he, he hasn't done anything illegal. That's true. So you're going with the Browns. I'm, I'm going, going with the, the Brownies. Uh, an an ugly-ass elf that they have on their field. What the hell is that one? I don't know. An intriguing matchup here, or maybe no, not. not. Uh, the Dolphins at the Bills. Bills Wait. are seven-point favorites. It's supposed to be another big snowstorm. Dolphins, oh, are, playing, yeah. Dolphins are playing terrible football. Yeah, I don't think Bills. this game is going to be close. I think Bills dominate. Yep, give me the Bills. Uh, yeah. If the weather's going to be crappy, but it's in Buffalo's favor. Also, to go with the Dolphins and Tua not playing well, the Dolphins don't run the ball. No. They don't. No, and they have some good running backs. <laughs> they have great running backs, but they and, refuse to run the ball. I, I don't yeah. get it. I don't get it either. You traded for Mitchell from the Niners, and Sorry. you don't use him. So we're each going with the Bills. Yes. All right, now on to the Sunday Sunday morning games. Uh, a snooze fest or crap fest of uh, the creme de la crap teams. Creme de la the crap. Falcons are at the Saints. Desmond Ritter yeah. versus Andy Dalton. <laughs> um, this one comes down to which defense do I trust more? It ain't the Falcons. It's going to be the Saints. Because it's going to be home. the Saints. The Saints yeah. at home, I think they, they'll beat the crap out of the Falcons. I want to see Ritter have a good game. I just don't know if he's going to, and the unknown scares me. So go Saints. Yeah, I'm going with the Saints too. Uh, to our next uh, Sunday morning game, uh, the Steelers at the Panthers. Another crap fest game. Well, you said it. If the Steelers lose, Mike Tomlin will be under 500 for the first time in his first, career. First losing season he'll have in six seasons that is damn that being said i don't know if kenny pickett's going yet if trubisky's playing oh give me the panthers oh yeah um i'm going to pick the panthers regardless they're on a two-game winning streak i expect them to extend this to three especially at home they're gonna ruin their draft pick and try and win the division real quick how about deontay johnson coming out saying trubisky should get another shot you're an idiot shut up dumbass seriously but yeah I agree. Give me the Panthers. Uh, in a game that should be easy to pick, uh, the Eagles at the Bears. Yeah, let me pull up how much the Eagles are favored by. Uh, let's see here. Um, no, 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 no. I mean, I think these next. Two, I think these next two games, it should. It's pretty obvious who we're picking. So. Yeah, uh, Eagles are going to dominate the Bears. Yeah, because uh, the Bears, Bears have no defense. This is just is not a it's good matchup bad. for the Eagles. And the next game is the Chiefs versus the Texans. And the Chiefs, uh, are, not about, the, Chiefs are not a, the Cowboys. Talk about another mismatch of, like, the best team in the AFC going against the worst team in the AFC. So, <laughs> Chiefs and Texans, just, if you have anybody on offense for the Chiefs, just start them this week in fantasy because oh, yeah. they're, they're going to get points. And not oh, to yeah. mention, Damian Pierce, the running back for the Texans, is out. So, the Texans don't oh, have a good running no. back. Yeah, so the Texans are really in a lot of trouble. And also, fun fact: for the last or last three out of the last four weeks mm-hmm. in fantasy, I picked up the uh, whichever defense was playing the Texans. Smart. Under the, 
Except I didn't pick up the Cowboys because somebody already has them. That's pretty smart. Continue that trend, I would say. I'm looking for them right now. On to our next one. Ooh, could this be intriguing? The Detroit Lions are at the New York Jets. New York Jets. I tell you what, the Lions are playing the best football, maybe besides the Eagles and the Niners, and maybe the Bengals right now. Um, and the Jets' defense is really good. It is good. So this is the ultimate test. If the Lions could win this game, Derek, the Lions will win out. I hope so. So I'm picking the Lions. So they're, am I. They're on a hot streak. They're playing really well. And the Jets' offense is struggling right now. There's, there's, there's always those teams you see at the end of the season that get hot at the right time. And could that be the Detroit Lions? Not could it be. Eric. It is going to be the Lions. Eric, Lions and playoffs in the same sentence. Yes. Yeehaw! It's happening. <laughs> Hang on, Derek. I forgot a game in here. Hang on. Let me put it in here. What game? Sunday morning? Nope. Afternoon? Nope, it's in there now. Okay. And... Oh, yeah. Another Sunday morning game. Uh, Last Sunday morning game, that is. The Cowboys at Jacksonville. Is this the upset of the week? Man, I want to pick it so bad. Screw it, I'm picking Jacksonville. You going Jacksonville? <laughs> yep. I didn't like what I saw from the Cowboys, like not even a little bit. Their offense played so bad to start, and the defense played bad all game except for the last goal line stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they going to look bad that that bad back-to-back weeks? Mm-hmm. Yes, Jackson- go Jacksonville! Yeah! <laughs> I didn't pick them the last two weeks. I'm going to mistake and pick them this week. We're each picking the Jags. All right. All right, on to our Sunday afternoon games. Uh, the Patriots at the Raiders. How about this? Bill Belichick against his predecessor. Or McDaniels against his predecessor, I should say. No, McDaniels against his uh, – the, the the Padawan has met the master. Yeah, so you have the Patriots at the Raiders. Um, so Raiders are one-point favorites because they're at home. This Same. could just be called the inconsistent bowl. Because these two teams are the most inconsistent things I've ever seen. Um, I trust the Raiders' offense a little more than the Patriots, so I'm going to take the, the Raiders Ra- in this one. But the Raiders' defense, Eric, is so freaking bad. But Mac Jones isn't very good either, man. But Bill Belichick's record against his former coaches, Eric, have you seen it? Yeah, last time they faced off, though, McDaniels won. Yeah, but he's not winning this time. Go Pats. Patriots, all right. S- screw the Raiders. And McDaniels. He can go to hell. <laughs> God. <laughs> That's just my honest opinion. Uh, Cardinals and Broncos. Uh, the Cardinals I do not trust. This is yeah. game's going to suck. This game's uh, going to be boring in Denver's defense. Is it still good? Newsflash, yes, it still is. The Cardinals' it. offense is just trash. It's even more trash with Colt McCoy now, but... Yeah, give me, give me the Broncos. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Broncos because of their defense, too. This is a bad matchup for the Cardinals. And DeAndre Hopkins kind of sucks now, too, by the way. 
even if Murray was in this game, I still think the Cardinals lose. I, I, I if Kyler Murray was in this game, I'd pick the Broncos in a heartbeat. <laughs> All right. On to our next one. Uh, the Titans at the Chargers. Uh, talk about inconsistent. Uh, here you go. The Titans and the Chargers. Both. Remember when the Titans were on a five-game winning streak? Yeah. Now, they're just, now they can't move the ball. The Chargers' defense was hurt to all hell last week for the Dolphins game. And then they beat the ever-living hell out of them defensively. Mm-hmm. I like the Chargers. I think I, I like I do too. I like what Justin Herbert's doing, despite his offensive coordinator being an idiot and calling nothing but screen passes to Austin <laughs> Eckler. Right. And I like the way the defense played. They're getting Derwin James back. So and the Titans have no one to throw the ball to. That's what I was getting ready to say. I'm picking the Chargers because the Titans offense just has Derrick Henry and they have no freaking receivers, which Tennessee in the offseason draft or sign some. If not, you're in trouble. Yeah, oh, they got they have to. And by the way, the Titans firing their GM after losing to the Eagles and A.J. Brown is the funniest thing that's happened in the NFL this year. Pretty damn funny. On our last Sunday uh, game, the Bengals at the Bucks. Joe Burrow versus Tom Brady. So I'm a little nervous because it's in Tampa, but mm-hmm. the way the Bengals are playing, I don't think it matters. Give me Cincinnati. And I don't think this is game's going to be close. Yeah, give me Cincinnati too, because I think just as we always we've we've said the last couple of years, Tampa Bay secondary is very sketchy, and you bring in Jamar Chase, and now you bring in a healthy Joe Mixon, and Joe Burrow's clicking. Yeah, this this team's going to Tampa Bay will be six and eight, and guess what? They'll probably still be leading the oh, division. No, they will, because if the Panthers win, they won't be. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> Two six and eight teams tied for the division. Let's ride. So Reed's going to the Reed's going Bengals. All right. Uh on to our Sunday night game, the Giants at the Commanders. Oh my god, if they tie again, neither both these teams should just seven be five and in, seven five and two. They should be fired into the sun. No, this isn't gonna be a tie. Give me the commanders. Because the Giants <laughs> the Giants are going like this, Eric. And the Commanders are kind of going up a little bit. I'd say the Commanders are kind of more on a very slow, steady rise. Yeah. Um, and I swear to God, if they bring in Carson Wentz to play for Tyler Heineke at some point, I'm going to freak out. The Giants are like going down a steep hill in a roller coaster, <laughs> and, and their seatbelts came off. Well, it's because they're they're injured to all hell, too. Yeah. Um, this is going to be another close, low-scoring game, but I think the Commanders pull it out. And, and a doozy on Monday Night Football. Yeah! The Rams at the Packers. <laughs> Baker Mayfield versus Aaron Rodgers. If I would have told you at the beginning of the year the Rams and Packers would be playing Week 15 Monday Night Football, you would you would think that their records would be reverse of what they are. Like, nine oh, and yeah, four that's going to be an exciting five, game. Not yeah, at like... four and nine and five and eight. Um, Packers are seven point favorites. I don't freaking know. Go Rams. I'm actually picking the Rams too. I I don't know what it is, but I think Baker Mayfield is going to come out and he's going to play better than Rodgers in this game. God, that'd be funny. I don't know what it is, but I just, Eric, I, I don't trust the Packers. They're so bad. Their defense is really bad too. But here's the thing with the Packers. They just need to be put out of their misery. 
Like they're not going to make the postseason. If they keep winning, they'll just keep playing Rodgers for no reason. Step in Aaron Donald, sack Rodgers, put uh, him Donald, out of Donald Donald's not playing. Oh, damn. Well, High there you ankle go. sprain. Somebody else can take him out. Yeah, Bobby Wagner. Bring in Jordan Love against Baker Mayfield. There's your game. Ooh, now that would be a fun game. Right. But I just – I don't – Who are you I going trust, with? I, the Rams. Going Rams. But just because I'm a Rams fan. Yeah, I, and I just I, – I don't trust the Packers. Though, dude. I, I really think the do. Packers just need to be put out of their misery so they, they're out of the postseason and they'll just start Jordan Love just to see what they have because they claim they know what they have in him and there's no way they know that. Yes. Also, and, go Rams. And uh, that's all I got. I got nothing else. I don't have nothing else either. Well, I guess that will do. Thank you for listening in on a special. Oh, it's a 21-3 Niners right now, by the way. Great. On a Thursday evening edition of the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, until next week and until next time. <laughs>